Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. an exciting breaking news extravaganza to bring you in this edition of Spin the Rally Pod. I'm Lisa O'Sullivan and here at Dirtfish.com we are delighted to bring you confirmation that Ireland's Craig Breen will be driving for M Sport Ford for the next two seasons in the World Rally Championship. Now, our 31-year-old has plenty of experience, having driven for Peugeot in WRC2 and the ERC for the Abu Dhabi Total World Rally Team in the Citroen. And most recently, he has continued his love affair with the Grand Prix of Gravel by finishing third in Finland, driving for Hyundai Motorsports. From now on, though, he will not be having to re-tilt his seat back or readjust the windscreen mirror because he will not be sharing his brand new ride, the all-new hybrid Ford Puma. Dirtfish.com's Colin Clark has been a busy boy getting reaction to this great story. And if you stay with us for another 45 minutes or so, you'll hear from M-Sport team boss Rich Milliner on his new signing, Craig Breen's co-driver Paul Nagel and his dad, former national champion Ray Breen. But let's start with the man of the moment himself, talking to our very own voice of rally, Colin Clark. Craig Green, what a day, what a day. You've worked all your career for this moment. A factory driver for Ford in the 2022 season. Just tell me, tell me how that feels. Uh, yeah, pretty uh, pretty surreal, uh, to be fair. You know, it's, uh, yeah, like you said, it's what I've worked for all my life. Um, it's been uh, it's been a tough old, whatever it is, 11 or 12 years trying to get there. Um, honestly, it's a bit full circle. I, I thought this was going to happen all along. I really felt like this was uh, this was kind of where I belonged. Uh, but I think honestly, it's the best time for it to happen right now. Uh, I don't think I was in a, in a good position before to do it, and I really think now we're both meeting ourselves at the at the right point. So can't wait. A lot of drivers were up for this seat. You know, there were a lot of drivers who talked pretty uh, bullishly about their opportunities. Uh, Malcolm chose you. Why do you think he chose you? I had to ask him, uh, but look at obviously our, our our pace this year has been quite quite good. Uh, we've been quite consistent, and I think that myself and Paul bring a lot to the team. Um, and yeah, there has been other people that have, that have been you know you know definitely in the shout for the seat. It hasn't been uh, you know just ourselves you know flying with flying away with everything. But uh, you know I think our results have spoken, and um, I, you know I think Malcolm and and Richard and all the team see that myself and Paul are very committed, and you know I think that's that's what they're, that's what they're wanting. You know, I think what you've shown this year is that you're a rally winner. Uh, and that's what M Sport need for 2022. You've got this continued backing from Ford. They need to show that this car, this magnificent-looking car, is a winner. Um, there's a bit of pressure on you because, you know, Malcolm's got a bit of a reputation for building cars that are quick out of the box. You could have something very, very special on your hands here. Yeah, potentially I could have, you know, the, the, the most, uh, most special car in the service park. You know, definitely... From what I've seen so far, the, the, the guys and girls there are uh, something quite incredible, to be honest. The motivation there has been really good. And, uh, yeah, for sure, there's pressure. You know, I'm going to lead the team into the championship. And, um, you know, it's the first time in my career that I'll have something like that. Uh, I still feel quite young at, you know, 30 whatever years of age. So, But, um, oh, look, I'm relishing it. I'm looking forward to it. It's what I've wished for. So now it's time to get on with it. Yeah, a lot of people won't realise this is your first full season contract in the World Rally Championship. You've been around forever. This is your first time you've had a full season. Yeah, unfortunately, there's always been somebody to, you know, take over from me at some point. Uh, even the Citroen years, uh, seasons that were supposed to be full seasons didn't end up be, uh, didn't end up being in the end. So, um, yeah, that's that's just how it how it's been. But it's what I've always wanted is that continuity and not jumping between R five and World Car. And 
it was good to do the couple of rallies in the R5 car and keep fresh, but it was just to do something rather than nothing. Whereas now, you know, I can't wait to feel at home inside in a rally car all year. Tell us about this new car, the 2022 car. We've discovered today that you've already tested it. You're involved in the development. How important is that, that you are involved in the development of it? You have a say in the way that this car is developed and set up? Yeah, look, it's important. Uh, definitely, you know, it's it's um, it's a whole new dawn for the sport, to be honest. Um, not just for the, the, the cars themselves, but for the sport uh, and for how the sport is, you know... Uh, played out uh, with these hybrids uh, you know type of type of driving it's really different it's really really something uh, you know I wouldn't say strange but uh, you know not like it how it's been for the last couple of years so it's it's going to be interesting definitely going forward yeah. Do you think everyone will adapt? Do you think everyone will be able to get into these cars and drive them? I, from what I hear, it is quite a different style it's quite a different way to drive quite a different approach perhaps needed for the rallies Yeah no it's it's for sure, there will be people that will struggle, and there will be people that will, you know, really settle into it straight away. You know, for me, from what I've seen so far, you know, it's definitely going to take a lot of uh, a lot of getting used to it. Um, but look, we're all starting from relatively the same, you know, the same uh, same sheet of paper, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be a new task. Yeah. I'd have to say we, we we all expected to see you somewhere next year. A uh, little bit surprised, I'd have to say that Mr. Adamo Hyundai didn't have you nailed down. You've done such a wonderful job for them this year, but thoroughly deserved, Craig. Been great to see. Paul next year is that is that confirmed? You can confirm that Paul will be for with you for the whole of twenty twenty two season. I felt like throwing a bit of spice at the whole co-driving thing at the minute because it seemed <laughs> it seemed to be the fashion to. to There's plenty around. Exactly, yeah. It seemed to be the fashion to do it at the moment. I actually texted him uh, in the middle of all that and I said, I, I feel like today I should sack you and then you know see where you end up and then it's like when you throw a lot of balls up in the air and everybody catches one and you see which one. You they used to do something in the seventies, didn't they, where they put all the keys into a pond? <laughs> That's a whole different kettle of fish. But uh, yeah, no, Paul will be Paul will be will be back in again. Honestly, we get on like a house on fire. You know, it's really a good relationship. And uh, since we started back into this thing, you know, the, the two of us uh, in 2019, it's just been really positive atmosphere. And and uh, you know, we both complement each other well, so it's great. I have to say, I am totally delighted of the news today. It is it is thoroughly deserved. I know there are a lot of people in the rally world that have been waiting for this moment as well. Craig, can't wait. Can't wait to see you out and about. Can't wait to see Paul. Can't wait to see Mammy and Pappy Breen as well because uh, I'm sure they will be the most proud parents in all of Ireland. Yeah, look, it's it's um, it's a nice moment. And I have to thank, you know, everybody that's been involved in getting the deal together, you know, not only from M Sport side, but from my own side personally, obviously, my you know, my dad and, and James, uh, James Coleman, they've, they've been, James, yeah, they've been, uh, <laughs> they've been, you know, deeply involved with everything uh, along the way. And they've been able to take a lot of the pressure, a lot of the weight away from me when I've been still competing and, and been able to continue the talks behind the, you know, behind my back in a positive way uh, and to be able to let me, you know, go on and do my season this year. So it's it's all thanks to all them, really. Go smash 2022. Best of luck, Craig Green. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Well, perhaps the proudest man on the island of Ireland this morning is Ray Breen. Craig Breen's dad. Ray, I'd have to say it's an absolute delight and an honour to speak to you this morning, as always. As I say, quite possibly the proudest man in all of Ireland this morning. Yeah, you're right, uh, Colin. Quite possibly. Um... We've been waiting quite some time uh, for something like this to happen, hopefully, in inverted commas, and, and uh, it looks like the eagle has landed. Uh, so uh, we are, as a family, very, very chuffed and delighted for Craig. Yeah, you've always been... You know, it has always been a family effort, hasn't it? Yourself and uh, and your lovely wife and Craig, yeah. the whole family. It's, it's right from the very start it's been all about the family succeeding, hasn't it? Yeah, well, it, it's, I suppose, in, in the very early days, uh, Colin, it was a family affair. So, uh, like, we had a local guy uh, in Tipperary, Cashel, uh, local to at home, that ran Craig in everything that he did uh, before he got the contract with Future Sport. Uh, so, uh, you know, we organised everything. We brought family and friends, and, and uh, whereby... Uh, but it, it sort of, it wasn't a, a trinket, it was uh, serious, but we brought a, as many people as we could for support. Um, because you know yourself, it can, be a, it can be a very lonely sport if it doesn't go exactly your own way. Yeah, you know, people forget that, don't they? You know, they think it's all very glamorous, travelling the world, uh, you know, taking part in rallies. But yeah, you know, if, if it's not going your way and you're on your own and you haven't got that tight-knit family support around you, it can be very difficult. And, and at times... You know, it's fair to say over the years, you have had to be there for Craig. 
Oh yeah, without question. Um, you know, um, he's had some some difficult uh, times, both through motorsport uh, in its own right and other things. Uh, so it's it's always nice, uh, and and sometimes you know you just need somebody to let off steam on, yeah. uh, and rather than do it to the camera all the time, uh, you know you like you like, <laughs> you like to be there, um, uh, you know to, to maybe just allow him to do that. Yeah, uh, listen, there's a lot I want to ask you about Ray, but you know talking about letting off steam and and Craig, he's he's got this wonderful turn of phrase, and we saw it again in Finland, or we heard it again in Finland. He comes through 25, 30 kilometers of, of flat out, you know, door handle stuff through the finish stages. And he comes up with some great phrases at the stage end. You know, what did he say in Finland? He said, sometimes you just have to leave your balls on the dash. Yeah. I mean, you know, where, where does this all come from? Is it, is it, is it all from you, Ray? I'm sure it's not from his mum. <laughs> Look, it's, it's probably comes from uh, the team of people uh, that he's around. Like, Ireland is 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 uh, can be very... Um, matter of fact about stuff and we've got a lot of phraseology and people joke quite a lot at home and in actual fact in a lot of countries around the world it's it's not generally accepted uh, and, and people don't understand uh, you know what we're doing and and sometimes uh, in actual fact people can take it as a bit of an insult say look you know this guy is is taken as a big joke but it's far from that, uh, and it's like you said, it, it, it's uh, uh, you know the adrenaline of a 30-kilometer stage. Uh, at least it's something that's a little bit uh, uh, jovious, uh, jovial yeah. rather, that he can say something like that rather than saying something that perhaps might be might be best respected on on the on the air. Do you know what I think is great about Craig at stage ends and what he says? It's not just at stage ends. Listen, it's 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 in every interview you do with him, is that his absolute joy of driving comes through and he he never ever forgets just how lucky he is and you do wonder with some of these youngsters whether they actually enjoy doing what they're doing because at times they can be so miserable and so doer and and, yeah. and so down about things but with Craig I, I, you know, I don't think certainly no one that I know has ever thought he's disrespecting the sport it's it's purely his joy of being there and doing what he does so well that shines through with those sorts of comments yeah yeah, you're right, you know, and, and we had a conversation uh, when he was last back in, at, at home with us in Ireland uh, in the house one night. We were having a good old cup of cha uh, and um, he, somebody had asked him about, uh, you know, becoming a, a motorsport driver, not necessarily a rally driver, but a motorsport driver. Uh, and his answer to him was, uh, unless it's your passion, unless you wake up every morning and think about it, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to take over your life but you have to so much want to do it, then don't do it. Mm. Because it, unless you can dedicate every second, and unless it comes number one, so your career comes number one, and everything else around you comes two, three, four, five, six. Unless you can put it in that order, then don't do it. And yeah, that's that, very... I think I think that kind of sums it up. Yeah, it's very enlightening when, when you look at it that way, isn't it? And and for sure with Craig, you look back and that's absolutely the way he's treated his motorsport career. But let's go back a few years, Ray, because, uh, you know, we, we've already talked to Craig this morning and, and he's talked about his days, his early days, if you like, and his introduction to the sport, which was in the back of your car on Reckies. You know, mm. you, were no, you were no mean peddler yourself in your day. You, you could certainly steer a car around the stages at a pretty quick speed. But, you know, at what point did you realise, Ray, actually... My, my my kid might end up being better at this than I am. Um, probably from an early age, but um, I didn't know in the real early part whether Craig's uh, want for the sport was, uh, how will I put it to you, a means of getting him away from other things of a weekend. Like when he started karting, um, you know, he liked it, uh, but I didn't know whether he loved it or not. Um, so I suppose there was a little bit of this and that. So it was for him, but it was also for the family because myself and Jackie got away as well. Uh, <laughs> and, and we met a great um, family of friends uh, through the karting experience. And then, uh, you know, it came to the end of that. And, and they said, look, Dad, actually, believe it or not, uh, his karting days ended uh, with a mutual agreement on the day. <laughs> he was black flagged in a race for, uh, I have to say, he's <laughs> my son. Uh, he was black flagged for something he shouldn't have been black flagged for. Uh, somebody somebody right. that was tormenting him, pushing him off, pushing him off, pushing him off, and Craig came along and pushed him off uh, and eventually got black flagged. But anyway, we, we both agreed on that day. 
that um, you know, carting is, is just not, uh, it's, it's not something uh, that we were all getting enjoyment out of, at least uh, uh, Craig. So he said, look, I'd like to try uh, my hand at rally. And he said, this rally is, is where my heart would be anyway. Uh, so it, as it happened, it was just coming up to his 17th birthday. Uh, so we went off and got him his, his, uh, a couple of lessons in his driving test. And lo and behold, I think about maybe a week after his 17th birthday, he did his first rally. Uh, mm. And, you know, he, ha he had a fantastic weekend. Uh, um, I, I can't even remember where he finished now, but he'll tell you that himself. But he just came back in. He said, you know what, Dad? He said, this is where it's at. And I said, fine. Yeah. So, you know, we did a bit of, of, of um, uh, a bit of clubman stuff uh, for a while. And, and then, uh, you know, we had some chats. And, you know, Craig, do you really think you might make a career out of this? And I'd like to give it a shot. Uh, and we started to get a little bit serious then, maybe about a year after he started. So in and around his 18th uh, birthday, somewhere around there. Uh, and um, I think we hired a, a C2R2 or something like that. And, and quite quickly, um, we said, look, uh, to, to do a real test to see if you're going to be able to do this thing properly, uh, you know, let's enter a championship. Let's, let, you know, let's see how you are against uh, other people. So uh, we got a little Fiesta ST. Uh, and at the time, M Sport were running, um, they were both running a UK um, championship for the ST, but they were also doing a world championship. Mm -hmm. uh, and we entered both. Um, and I think I actually think he won both that year. I think uh, he did. I, I remember that. That was when, when, when I first remember, Craig. It was 2008, yeah. 2009, somewhere around then. Yeah, well, uh, I, I, I'm not even going to, 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 to attempt to do the years thing because I'm useless at that. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I but I can remember the details. I can remember yeah. the details, yeah. So, yeah, uh, after that, then uh, we said, OK, uh, you know, let's let's move to the next step. And and, uh, and we got him the R2 car. Um, and it was a 1600 normally aspirated uh, back in those days uh, and entered the British Championship. And, and, and uh, yeah, he, he did quite well over there. Now, he was, he, I don't know that he win any events. Um, he may have won one or two, um, but he was there, thereabouts on them all. Uh, and I suppose then we said, okay, right, let's give this a right shot. Uh, uh, and we sort of entered him in as many rallies as we possibly could. An R2 car, in relative terms, is cheap to run. So we said, let's get all the let's get all the rally and if possible in a smaller car because I knew when he moved on to what it was at the time a Super 2000 that it was a horrifically expensive car to run in comparison uh, to the smaller cars, you know. So it's it's it sort of grew from there. Yeah, and it grew very quickly, didn't it? Because it's not too many years after that, probably two or three years after that, that he actually went on. You know, I'm going to call it the Junior World Championship. I know at the yeah. time it was called the Academy, and I've spoken to Craig about that. You know, and, and yeah. for me, that would just that that would hurt me. It really would. He he was one of the only year or two where, where it was called the Academy and not what it should have been called, which yeah, is the Junior and, Championship. And whenever anybody asks me about it, I say the same thing. Well, he won the Academy. What's now the JWRC? Yeah, <laughs> in, in whatever year, I help us follow it up by that. Yeah, yeah, because it was the JWRC before, and then it was this for two a couple of years. It was the Academy, and and then it reverted back to what it should have been, the Junior World Rally Championship. But we were only talking a, a very few years into his rallying career that he won that obviously uh, with, right. with with Jaffa next to him and and you know that that was some performance at that point you're thinking yeah you know uh, these boys really have the potential to move on and then sadly we, we know what happened and that, that if you don't mind talking a little bit about that Ray you know yeah. it, it, okay. was, it was I, I think it was a kind of mark of just how strong Craig is he, he still feels that he still has Jaffa in the car with him but he was able, after a long time and a lot of help, I'm sure, he was able to, to, to move on and in some ways to use that dreadful experience quite positively almost. Yeah, um, obviously the, 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 um, the incident in, in Sicily, uh, you know, affected us all and, and will affect us for the rest of all our lives. Uh, yeah. you know, that's reality. Jaffa did, wasn't just a navigator for Craig. He became a part of our family uh, because we sort of, Craig was doing so much rallying. Jaffa was in our house quite a lot. He was away. We were in the same hotels. We were in the caravan for lunch. Uh, you know, so he was pretty much a part of our family. Uh, so uh, when that horrible day happened in, in uh, Sicily, um, it was genuinely like losing one of our own. Um, and the whole circumstances around uh, that were shocking because in actual fact, we, it was the first rally that me and Jackie hadn't gone to in I don't know how long. 
and and we were believe it or not we were packing our bags at home uh we were going to australia to my daughter uh when i got that uh, um, i will never forget the call that i got so look um you know uh, <clears throat> we we obviously didn't know uh you know what to even say to craig uh, after that so we picked him up from the airport along with uh, the, the the people around him that were supporting him, Tom Gann again, and uh, a couple of guys that had gone out to give him a hand, Andrew Purcell, uh, a very good friend of the families, and there were a number of people out there. So we, we picked them all up from the airport, and kind of, it was in my mind not to say anything, uh, you know, to forget about uh, rallying for the moment, and let's go home and, and try and regroup, and, and uh, obviously we had uh, Gareth's funeral uh, to, to get everybody across, the, and so on. And he just said to me in the airport, he pulled me to one side, and he said, Dad, I don't want to stop. Mm. Wow. And uh, wow. yeah, that that was that was tough. Yeah. I'll bet it was. I'll bet it was. Jeez. Oh, jeez. That that that. What what a what an emotional thing. But what a what a brave thing for him to say because you know he's 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 in the middle of the most tumultuous period yeah. in his life. Uh, he's yeah. just lost his best mate, and uh, you know he has the the determination uh, to, to understand what what Gareth, what Jaffa would have wanted, you know, because those boys had achieved so much together. And in yeah. some ways today, today is 10 years of working towards what Gareth would have wanted. You know, this, 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 yeah. this first full-time drive. And mm. it's easy to forget that, that this is Craig yeah. Breen's first full-time drive in the World Rally Championship is yeah. 10 years of paying tribute to his best mate. Yeah. And just to, to, to reflect back on it a second, the, the only reason... The only way Craig could have said what he did to me in the airport uh, uh, that morning when we picked him up was uh, Garrett's dad, Mike Roberts, had called Craig and said, mm. don't you dare hang up your boots. Yeah. Wow. You know? Well, what okay. a brave man he was. What a brave yeah. man he was to say that. And what, what a decent fella to make that phone call. Unbelievable. Yeah. So he got massive support from, from the... Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, and, and, and he's... he's do you know what, Ray? He's he's never been he's never been afraid to hide his emotions, Craig, has he? And you know, we obviously have, we saw it in in the years after uh, your know, guy's death, but we, we we see it whenever he you know whenever he has good times or bad times in a stage. Yeah. He is a very he's a naturally very open and emotional boy, isn't he? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, and you know, uh, in some respects, it's probably uh, what's gotten him through the last ten years. Uh, yeah. The fact that he can openly talk about it. Uh, talk about it to us, talk about it to you, talk about it to anybody that wants to listen, uh, because there were good times. Uh, And, you know, it was a shame that it had that end of it had to come to an end. Uh, But like he says, Garrett lives with him. He does. He does very much so. Now, listen, uh, you know, the last 10 years, we we could talk for hours about the last 10 years, because, you know, he's worked hard. He's worked really, really hard. He's enjoyed some success. He's had what we thought were really positive starts with Citroen, for example, and then it was knocked back again. But, you know, where where do you think he's at just now, Ray, in terms of his driving? Where do you think he's at and where do you think he can go in terms of his driving? Craig is... is, um... And again, we've had this conversation. Uh, he is about 90% of where I he think needs so. to go. Mm. Yeah. Uh, um, and there's no question about it. There are two things uh, that have, well, one that, that's happened this year. Uh, and that's uh, number one. Uh, sorry, there's actually three things. So number one is full-time all-rounds contract. Second thing, two year, a multi-year contract. And the third thing is, and I'm going to forget that the third. Oh, yeah, the third thing is not having every stage that you're doing as an interview. Yeah, yeah. And that was the biggest issue he had for the last five years. Is every stage you do, uh, more obviously every rally you do, but every stage you do is an interview. Yeah. Who's looking at you? Who are you going to be able to impress? And as well as that, you've got to look around you. Uh, to see what seats are becoming available. And and there wasn't an awful lot available. Mm. Uh, so I think he's probably made the best uh, um, opportunity uh, of what's been happening around. He, he absolutely has. He absolutely has. And, and you know, this, this Cita M Sport, clearly since the, the Hyundai boys did their deal very early on in the year, there's been a lot of speculation and, and a lot of very well-qualified drivers have been talked about. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, Malcolm Wilson and M Sport have gone with who they consider to be the best driver. And I suspect that is because they see exactly what you're talking about. 
that he's only 90% the finished product. The other drivers who were all in the frame, you could argue perhaps seen their best days, you know, and we've certainly seen the best of them. Whereas Craig, the best is yet to come. And I, and I think that's, that's, you know, Malcolm Wilson has always wanted to take a little bit of a gamble. And I mm. suspect that's exactly why he's gone with Craig before those other guys, because he can see that there's still 10% improvement to come. And that 10%, goodness me, that could deliver titles for him. Well, absolutely. It's, it's uh, you know, Craig is, is uh, joining M Sport for one reason and one reason only. Uh, and he wants to be world champion. There is no question. Uh, and I firmly believe he will be. Um, and, you know, if, 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 uh, if a bit of luck goes his way next year, he could actually do it next year. Uh, hey, do you know what? Do you know what, Ray? I'm going to tell you something. You know, the, the, this M Sport deal that's been announced today um, mm -hmm. in Finland at the weekend, it, you know, all the journalists in the media room knew all about it, clearly. Uh, and we were talking it's, it's about been it. The, it's been the worst kept secret ever. It has. It has been fairly badly kept, but hey-ho, you know, we've done our bit and we've kept quiet about it anyway. Um, but we did discuss it with a number of journalists, and I could sense a change because two or three of them actually independently said, particularly after the performance that Craig put in in Finland, you know mm. what? Craig Breen, with that M Sport car, which we reckon is quite possibly going to be the best car next year, we now have to consider him as a potential world champion next year. Now, you know, people will start talking that way. The more we see the M Sport car, how will Craig deal with that? You know, is it pressure? You know, we saw Robin Perez struggling with the pressure at the weekend. Is it pressure that Craig can deal with? Uh, to be honest, with, uh, uh, Colin, I think Craig has dealt with so much pressure yeah. for the last 10 years. I think this is just Eureka time. This is, <laughs> you know, this is the harnesses are off. Yeah. Uh, yes, of course, he has to perform uh, for M Sport, Malcolm, uh, who's given him the opportunity uh, um, to compete next year at the top level, in a top car for every event. So, uh, yes, there's a bit of pressure, but I've seen such a change in Craig, mm -hmm. in his personality, in his demeanour. Um, you know, I, I could be wrong. Uh, I hope I'm not. Uh, but I think, I think the pressure of the last 10 years uh, we'll do them for the next 10 years. Yeah. No, I agree with you totally. I, th I think he is as well prepared to deal with it as any driver in the championship has been in, in their career. So, no, I'm sure he'll deal very well with it. It's an exciting day. It really is. It's, it's exciting for, for, for obviously, your family, Ray, for yourself and, and your lovely wife, Jackie. It's exciting yeah. for all of Irish rallying. Uh, you know, because Ireland, as we know, the Irish are absolutely passionate about rallying. And to, to have, uh, you know, it's, it's just the first... Irish factory driver, I think it just about probably is, isn't it? Uh, I, I, well, and again, I should know this, but but uh, my own, well, no, uh, Billy Coleman drove for Porsche, right? Uh, and and uh, we actually had a, an Irish winner of the Monte Carlo many many years ago. Well, sorry, actually, now, I want to be very politically correct here. Uh, he's from the north of Ireland. Uh, but a guy by the name of Paddy Hopkirk. Let's I say mean, he was from the, the island of Ireland. Yeah. Well, let, if we're talking the island of Ireland, we have to talk Craig, uh, not Craig, but we have to talk, obviously, Chris Meek as well, don't we? But I was talking about Irish, Southern Irish. I was trying Southern to be Irish. a little bit politically correct myself. Sure, <laughs> failing yeah, yeah, yeah. again, Ray, failing miserably, I was. Um, me, too, me too, but it looks of it. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, you know, the, the whole of Ireland will celebrate, that's for sure. And uh, fingers crossed the whole of Ireland will celebrate rally wins with Craig and Paul next year, because uh, I, I think I think it's got to be, you know, if, if their intention is to win the championship, yes, you can win the championship without winning rallies. But he's got to be there uh, pushing for wins next year. And I think those those opportunities will come very, very early on in the season for him and for M-Sport. Uh, yeah, I, I actually believe so. Uh, one, once, you know, once he gets into the car, sort of uh, two two rallies in a row, uh, maybe four rallies in a row, then I think you can see him pushing that, that uh, last 10%. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. It's going to be exciting. Ray, listen, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm sure you're going to be a very busy man today with everyone after a bit of your time. Uh, it's been a joy talking to you, as it always is. Send our love and our regards uh, to your lovely wife, to Jackie, and to the rest yeah. of the family. And, Ray, we will catch up with you, I'm sure, uh, very soon, somewhere very soon indeed. Thank you for your time today. Thanks very much, Bob. Well, Paul Nagel has been sitting next to Craig Breen for a number of years now, and that partnership will continue into the M Sport era. And well, 
Paul, just the most incredible news this morning. Uh, you guys have known about it for some time now. But the fact that it's broken, the fact that you have this deal, this two-year deal as lead drivers at M Sport, uh, what a relief, first of all, to you and to you and Craig. Yeah, thanks, Colin. It's been a it's been a busy few months for us. Uh, obviously, um, the news is out this morning, and uh, probably a bit of relief as well because it's it's hard to keep things that. Uh, a secret at the moment with all social media and all the avenues of social media, but it's a it's it's fantastic news for us, um, for myself and Craig. We've worked very hard for it over the last couple of years. Um, it's a great great boost for Irish motorsport. It's a great boost for our careers, and uh, hopefully it will bring uh, more stability to us in the in the championship next year, and and uh, have a full season, which Craig has been really looking for over the last couple of years, and. I think our performances this year and, and, and some of the events as well last year, uh, it's rightly deserved and we deserve our place at the top table in this in this championship. And uh, to be involved with M-Sport and the history they have and the history they have in Ireland, uh, it's going to be a new challenge. It's a, another chapter in my, my rallying career. Um, and maybe a few years ago, I didn't think this would come again. But uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I have the, the fire back in me again after a couple of... Uh, Difficult years in the sport, if, if we put it that way. And the last two years have been a, a blessing to be sitting with Craig and, and really enjoying it and, and having having good fun and, and enjoying the sport I really loved and where I started off um, many, many moons ago as a young lad. Enjoying the sport, I'm back enjoying it now very much again and, and can't wait to get started next year. Do you know what? I, I am so pleased to hear that, Paul, because as you say, a couple of years ago, it was very different, wasn't it? You'd almost fallen out of love with the sport. You'd been through some some very difficult times. And you know, I think at one point you may even have talked about retiring. But the, the, there's, there's no talk of that, certainly, anymore. No, I, I think that it's the way the cards fell at the end of 2018 that I had no drive and, and I had a lot of problems. Well, my dad was very unwell as well. And <clears throat> Craig obviously didn't have a seat then 2019. And then there was a lot of co-driver shuffling around and we came to ourselves in January in 19 and myself and Craig had had nothing and we just kind of fell in with each other and went off to doing the Irish Championship and for sure I, I had discussed it at home at Christmas maybe after my dad passing and everything and um, I had my five victories, I had some fantastic results down through the year and I had definitely thought about retiring and as for sure that the sport wasn't good to me at that time and I had definitely lost a lot of that passion I had for it, and that's this is that's for another day's talk. But uh, as yeah. I said already, I can't wait to get going, and uh, and it's it's been it's been a fantastic two or three years. When we did rallies in Europe, we did rallies at home in Ireland, and we dabbled in different things. And but you need to be back in the World Championship. You need to be doing these rallies, and it's where we belong. And it's it's a challenge now to go back and do a full season next year. Paul, I think the most exciting thing about uh, your partnership with Craig is that there is clearly more to come, but the expectation of wins will be there. For sure, Colin, there will be. Uh, M-Sport will be expecting us to win rallies next year. They'll be expecting big performances and podiums, and Malcolm will have the pressure on there, obviously, and that's what will be expected us to be to be involved with the team next year. But we've put in um, a very hard two years, and we have obviously improved in every rally. We've strung results together. Craig is very, very consistent. We're getting faster and faster. We showed our speed in Estonia this year. We were very close in Ypres, and obviously we led in, in Finland. So like the speed is there. We're just very, very close to that top step. And I think now with the security of a future and the security of two full seasons in the World Championship, that that, that top step was going to happen next year, and it has to happen. Yeah, how much of a difference do you think that will make? You know, We talked to Ray Breen earlier on to Craig's dad, and he said it's been difficult the last few years because almost every stage is like an audition. It's like an interview, you know. So, so you want to make sure it's right. You want to push as hard as you can, but at the same time, you know, you're maybe not pushing to absolutely a hundred percent because if it goes wrong, the whole thing could go the wrong way. So, how much do you think that security of that deal is going to allow him to progress as a driver? Yeah, I think you awarded it well there. Every stage was an audition, and especially last year with with, with COVID and everything. We had landed to Estonia and we got a fantastic second place like in every stage there. like Without that second place last year, things could have been very different this year. And I know from past experience as well that you need you need stability in this championship. You need stability in a long-term contract to, to get the final couple of percent out of it. And, and I'd showed in the last couple of rallies, obviously you said earlier, we had, um, we had a couple of um, months planning this with M Sport and that security, you know, our future was going to be, was going to be there. 
Um, we went off and, and produced three fantastic results. And that was all based that we knew our future was more or less secure. And with that, everything gets easier is probably the wrong word. It gets more relaxed and you're not auditioning. You're not one of these people looking for a seat that you feel comfortable. And we went out in Finland and we felt so comfortable in the car. Our future was secure. And it just showed in the times and it just came easy is the wrong word. It just came more natural and more relaxed. And when you're relaxed and you're comfortable, um, the results just come a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's certainly shown as, as the season has progressed. And as you say, as your future has become more clear, uh, Craig has driven better and better. And I, I do wonder, I really do wonder how much more there is to come. I, I think there's still quite a bit to come from both yourself and, and Craig. You know, again, I talked to, to Ray about this earlier, the atmosphere in the, the press centre in Uvascula in terms of you know, what people were saying about you guys changed as the rally went on and, and a number of journalists were actually talking, particularly on the back of your performance in Finland, were talking about Craig Breen, Paul Nagel in what we know is going to be a magnificent car have to be considered as potential world champions next year. Is that a bit much to think? That's 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 strong talk by you, but look, everyone's saying the Ford is a fantastic car. The history they have, they come out with a, a superb car with, when the new generation of cars do come out. Um, yes, look, we have to work very hard between here and January. Everyone's going into the unknown. We have a hybrid era coming. Um, the car is going to be heavier. Everyone does all different new technology, new rules, new regulations. So it's... It's going to be new for everyone. Um, Hyundai won't build a bad car. Toyota won't build a bad car. But the one thing is Craig is very, very, very consistent and very, very rarely makes mistakes. So he is a very good team player. We put on a fantastic job this year with Hyundai and brought in a lot of points for them, both for power stage points and podiums for them. So to be the number one driver in, in Ford next year and to lead the team and put all those results on the board and if the car is reliable, which I totally expect it will be and competitive too. And then we string a few results together earlier on the season, you never know. Yeah, you never know. What do you think is his best or his strongest asset? Paul, you know him as well as anyone. What do you think Craig Breen's best asset is as a driver, as a competitor? Uh, Craig's very, very clever. Um, very clever inside in the car. He always knows his own limits. He knows where the risks are. He knows when to take risks. And he's always calculated. You look at his results down through the years. There's very rarely a mistake or a couple. You have you have your offs now and again. But even in our in the ERC during the year, we're all he's always very calculated and knows when to push and knows when to do the right things. And and that's where it really works. And from a team's point of view, he's he's a fantastic team player and works very well with the team and tests with Oit and Thierry all this year. And he's learned a lot from them, and we've learned a lot together. Um, how to progress, and I think that's a lot of the way, a lot of his good features and good strengths in himself is that he learns from other people, and he's very good at testing and developing a car as well. And he puts some resources into each event, and he really um, puts a lot of work into preparing for every rally as well. So there'll be no stone unturned when we turn for Monte Carlo and the Colletrini come January. Yeah, it's going to be some effort. That is, listen, Paul. You know, when you get into that car as the co-driver to. Craig Breen in Monte Carlo in 2022, you'll almost be the elder statesman of the co-driving pack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been around a long time now, and uh, it's it's yeah. But as I said earlier, I'm still enjoying it. Um, yeah, it's been probably 2004 my first WRC rally, and it's been the IRC days as well. And I've clocked up a lot of rallies now, and I've a lot of experience. And uh, yeah, I will be one of the elderly. There's a lot of young fellas coming in through, uh, coming behind me now, and. But as we saw during the year, there's a lot of scarcity of the co-drivers at the moment. There's a lot of shuffling around. So there's a few years left in the old dog yet. Oh, I've no doubt about that. I've no doubt about that. But listen, I mean, do, do you think personally you'll be preparing maybe slightly differently for Monte Carlo this year? You know, physically, we hear for co-drivers, these new cars are going to be quite demanding. Uh, you know, there's, there's there's no room for a couple of extra pounds of uh, a couple of extra portions of Christmas turkey, really, is there in those cars? No, the the cars are very very. There's not much space inside in the cars, and uh, for sure, 
it's going to be a very compact car. The new regulations, the FIA have put in an awful lot of resources into having these cars a lot safer. So, yeah, we'll have to have the, the turkey kilos will have to be off very early in January. <laughs> but you're but, good uh, at that. You you used to do that in the Citroen days, didn't you? You were really good at keeping the weight down. And what were you down to, 71, 72 kilos at one point? Yeah, that was the plan. Back. That was at 2014 and 15. But now as I get a bit older, as you know yourself, you ha- it's, a bit, it's a bit harder to shed those kilos. But I, I'll, keep, I'll keep on top of it from here to Christmas. And... I hope to be in the best condition I can starting in Monte Carlo and that's that's the target is to nothing else now between here and January just focus on on that start line of the first stage and, and head up out of Monaco in the new generation's car and it's fantastic to be involved again because I was there for the last start of the last generation as well so it's a, as I said it's another milestone for me and I'm I'm really looking forward to going again Oh well we're, we're all so looking forward to seeing the two of you heading out of Monte Carlo and up to the Col de Torini. Uh, it's wonderful news today, Paul. It really is. It's wonderful news, obviously, uh, for yourself, for, for Craig, uh, but, but I think for everyone, for everyone involved in rallying, because uh, you guys bring a certain amount of joy and, you know, your characters, the two of you, and, and you always, you always respect the sport and you always entertain us in the sport. So we are delighted. We are delighted to have you around for at least another two years. Uh, We look forward to seeing you in Monte Carlo, Paul. Uh, Enjoy your media commitments today. You are going to be one busy boy. Yeah, just a, just a note there as well, you know, Colin, with all the the Irish people who are out in Finland, I don't do much social media, I keep low-key and everything, but the amount to see all the, 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 the Irish flags and all the Irish support out in Finland was was something very special, and it meant an awful to us and Craig, and we didn't see all the people out there, and especially it's gone through difficult times in the last 18 months, and so hopefully next year they'll, they'll have plenty to cheer on all these rallies, and looking forward to working with yourselves and everyone else back in the WRC next year. Obviously, the news this morning coming straight out of M-Sport, and it really is tremendous news. And we're very, very lucky to have managed to get hold of the boss, Richard Milner. Richard, a busy day ahead for you, I'm sure, in terms of media commitments. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, very exciting news for us. Um, And yeah, it's on days like this, you don't mind. uh, You don't mind speaking to people. People like me. You almost said people like you. No, 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 no. I always enjoy speaking. <laughs> well, you know, let, let's discuss today's news then, Rich. Um, you know, tremendous for M Sport, tremendous for Craig Green and Paul Nagel, tremendous for Irish rallying. But you know, you had a choice of drivers that you could have gone with for next year. What in particular was it about Craig Breen that made you uh, take the punt and go with him? You know, I think um, he's he's not been lucky enough in the past up, up until now to to have um, a full season committed to him. And I think, you know, coming in on a partial season, not necessarily knowing which events you're going to do in that year and under pressure to deliver, you know, what we've seen him do this year and all the events he's been at has been incredible, really. Um, and it's not just one-off event, you know, it's been consistent. Um He's pretty much been fighting for for podiums or the win on every rally he's done. And I think, you know, that just shows the level he's got to now and and where he is in his career. Um, And when Malcolm and myself were discussing what we do for next year, you know, he he was one of the the shortlists right from the beginning. And, um, you know, Craig is such a natural kind of driver and so committed to to the sport and rallying in general that he made an obvious choice. Yeah, you know, what's interesting for me about Craig Breen is I don't think he's reached the peak of his performance yet. I think he's still very much on that upward curve. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's not the steepest of upward curves, but it's still going in the right direction. He will still get better. Yeah, and I think that shows his maturity as well, because, you know, he said, and he said publicly on the rallies when he's come to the end of, end of a stage or partway through an event and he realises he maybe isn't in the car enough to be able to push that extra 5% to be pushing for the win, he's been sensible enough to to just you know go to the, the level that he feels he's comfortable with and the good thing is that that level was still podium positions so when he is now or now he's got the you know the ability to relax and know he's got a full season uh, next year you know we hope that we can give him what he needs to few percent and, and be up there challenging for the win but ultimately consistency is such a key um you know factor as well as 
outright wins and um yeah we're really excited because we think he can he can deliver and be in the fight for some really good results next year yeah, I have to say that the you know this this deal was the talk of the media centre in Finland because you know speculation at the time obviously nothing had been confirmed, but with Breen's performance in Finland, it, it seemed to change the view of of quite a few journalists and you know there there was talk about potentially Craig Breen being a challenger for next year's World Championship that that has to be a real possibility. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't like to get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> our, our first goal is to to showcase the car that the guys are working so hard on, and you know we feel he can do that. And I think, it, you know, the result in Finland shouldn't really have been the deciding one to to show what he's capable of, because like I say, every event he pretty much did this year, he was uh, fighting for position, and and you know, in the last eight events, I think it is, he's finished outside the top five once, and he's been on the podium and in four of eight events or something, you know, he's, if you look at those stats and look at the number of WRC events they're competing on, you, you struggle to find someone that's, you know, not in a drive available to, to, to beat those stats. And I think, you know, for me, it's not necessarily the stats is important because it shows what he's capable of, but just his whole mentality has moved the way he acts and, you know, under pressure at the end of service, at the end of stages, he's interviewed, you know, he's just, you can see he's relaxed and he's calm and he's, you know, he knows what he needs to do. And, you know, he's at a point in his career now where I feel that he's really at the level that he needs to be at to, in order to win events. Yeah. And do you know what? Paul Nagel says that perhaps his biggest attribute is his intelligence when driving. He's a very, very intelligent driver. And next year, perhaps more than any year, that's what you're going to need. You know, these new cars aren't going to be straightforward to drive. They are going to need a thoughtful approach from drivers. And that intelligence that Breen shows could be a major, major attribute in terms of uh, competitiveness next year. Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at the people that always do well in the championships and even win championships, Mr. Ogier being a fine example, he doesn't win every rally. You know, he's just always there or thereabouts. And for me, it's quite a similar approach to kind of Craig when, when he gets to a point where he maybe feels he can't uh, necessarily win that rally, he'll just still put the pressure on and be there on every stage. And a number of times he's come out of the event with a better result than he kind of thought he might midway through. Um, and, you know, it's that kind of approach and mentality that's ended up him being nine times world champion. So uh, I think not nine times. That's the other seven, isn't it? Yeah, that's the other <laughs> but, one. I was going to say <laughs> seven. Well, we'll see eight, shall we? Because he's going to win yeah. this year. <laughs> you get close this year. That's a faux pas on my side. But, um, you know, the, the point is that I think having that sensible approach and consistently getting results is what leads to, to world champions. And, and I do think that Craig is in that position of mentality where he can control it and he's not going to get, you know, flustered if something happens because um, we've seen that on events this year. But I just think his approach to how he is and like Paul says, being clever about what he's doing means that there's a very good chance he'll he'll end up with some fantastic, some fantastic results. And do you know what? How important was it, I suppose, to Ford in particular, Rich, that you you had someone that was sellable, that had a bit of personality, a bit of character about him, because we all know he's a magnificent driver. We all know he has the potential to go on and win rallies. Uh, but was that a factor in the decision making, you know, that he is such a sellable asset? I think, uh, you know, you've got to make your decisions based on performance um, more than anything else. Um, personality and the way things go and the way the person is, is, is important but ultimately you need someone who's going to drive the car fast and um, the fact that craig is is what i would class as a full-time bob latter as well um <laughs> a bit like myself really is is only an advantage you know he's obsessed with rallying he knows everything he's a bit of a, a yari matty style um encyclopedia of rallying knowledge um he wants to be in a car every day and i think that only helps and you know he's He's great with the guys in the team and, you know, he's already, um, although he doesn't know many of us, um, he's already made some great impressions on them. And and I think, you know, the way he is as a person means that the team spirit will be great. And, um, you know, the whole team is very much looking forward to working with him. So, you know, I think everything will, everything that, he, that comes with the Craig Green package is, is all that we need to be successful. But ultimately, the number one thing is a fast driver and we feel we've got that in him. 
Yeah, absolutely. He'll fit very, very well into that M Sport family environment, won't he? Because obviously, you know, he comes from a family racing environment and I'm sure he'll fit in very, very well. Rich, how surprised were you that perhaps, you know, he was available for next year? A lot of people are quite surprised by the news this morning that Hyundai didn't have him tied up to a contract for next year. Did that surprise you at all? Um, I think... Uh, a little, um, to be honest. You know, he's he's shown, like I say, he's shown what he can do on a on a partial program, um, and uh, you know that that to us was was really um, a key part of of choosing and ending up making an agreement with him. Um, okay, Hyundai have two very good drivers on their books in terms of Thierry and Oit, um, and you know they they still have a very strong team, but. Ultimately, Craig um, was playing a perfect part to that team as well in scoring and being there to score points, manufacture points. But, you know, every team is entitled to its own decisions and its own directions in what they want to do. Um, but we feel that, you know, Craig can bring uh, an awful lot to M Sport and, you know, we're more than happy to welcome him in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's exciting times ahead. Uh, just last question, Rich, for you. Uh, the Rally One car for next year, how are things looking with that? Yeah, very good. You know, things are they're still developing at a fast pace. It's, uh, it's not actually that long until Monte Carlo. <laughs> it's not at so, all. So that's kind of the deadline that's looming very quickly. But, you know, Craig will actually start his his first proper job with us uh, the week after Spain when we plan to do a, a multi-surface test in Spain with the new car. Um, so that will be his first challenge and that will give him the opportunity to really see what the car can do on on, uh, on proper stages. Um, and I look forward to seeing how he gets on and, and hearing his feedback from, from that test. Here, here, Rich Milliner, M Sport team boss with Colin Clark there. And I think none of us can wait to see how Craig Breen is going to get on as he moves into another gear in his WRC career. Good luck to Craig Breen. Thank you for downloading and listening to this episode of Spin the Rally Pod. If you want to keep up to date with all of our podcasts, why not subscribe right now? Through your podcast provider, there'll be a little button that says subscribe. Hit that. And the next one will arrive before you know it because we're going to be reviewing the Rally of Finland. Uh, that will be hitting the inbox fairly soon. At Dirtfish Rally is a good way to let us know what you think and Dirtfish.com is there for all your rallying motorsport needs.